welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching Podcast, the go-to podcast for all things dance studio ownership, growth, management, and more. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm thrilled to be with you on this exciting journey. Whether you're a seasoned studio owner or just starting out, our mission is clear, to empower you with the knowledge, strategies, and inspiration needed to take your dance studio to new heights. From marketing mastery to team building brilliance, we cover it all. Each episode is packed with interviews from industry leaders, practical tips, and the kind of insider knowledge that can make a real difference. We understand the unique challenges you face and we're here to support you every step of the way. And for an encore experience and exclusive extra content, make sure to subscribe to our members-only content on Apple or Spotify. Your journey to studio excellence just got even more exciting. So grab your headphones and get ready to dance into the world of business excellence. Assemble isn't just a podcast, it's your exclusive backstage pass to the strategies, stories and secrets that dance studio owners need to not only survive, but thrive. Let's jump in. Hey guys, it's Clary Shea here and welcome back to another episode of the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. In today's episode, I am going to give you a bit of a behind the scenes look of my preparation for maternity leave. So as you would know, uh, you know, running your own business is a little bit different for being employed by someone in that, you know, even though everyone who um, works somewhere would have to do some type of preparation when it is your own business, in my experience, there's a lot involved. And to be fair, I've never actually been someone's employee, so I, I don't know the flip side. Um, but this is my experience, some of the things that I've done to ensure that the business can run without me. Um, and then also um, maybe some of the things I learned last time that I will be doing differently this time around. So if you're interested to know um, what that looks like, potentially it's something that might be coming up for you or, again, It sounds crazy, but this was something that was in the back of my mind from like a younger age that I knew I wanted to have a family and to take time out. Um, And again, I'm talking about maternity leave, but there's a lot of people who want to take like a big trip or Hmm. um, time with family or again, it could be emergency reasons. So having these things prepared so you can step out of the business when you need to, um, I think is only beneficial to, um, to, for your business to be able to run without you. So that's what we're going to chat about today. So let's jump into the episode. Joining me today as always is the lovely Mariah. Hi guys. So Mariah might have a few questions and can give some insight as well on what it's like for the team to prepare yeah. for me to be away. Mm-hmm. I don't Anyway, it's not too much, no. but, but I can quote some yeah. stuff on it. Yeah. So I guess let me like think about the difference. So the when I had my daughter, my f- first daughter, yes, um, it was twenty twenty one. You weren't even working full time then, were you? No, no, I wasn't management. I was just teaching at that point yeah. and possibly helping assembly socials. I think okay. at that point. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Well, so not in. I wasn't fully in. No. Um, and Nicola was yes. managing the studio, but again, she was pretty green at that point. Yeah. Um, and so, but again, we had a lot of systems and processes in place. I think that overall, um, Crystal office manager was there. Yeah. She was doing all the counts and the emails and all of that stuff. Um, Nicola was doing the studio management side and we did have maybe one other person that was probably helping in the back end yes. at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, yeah, overall, it went really great. At the towards the end of my pregnancy, we had a few um, personal things pop up, and so I had to stop earlier, earlier than anticipated, um, and very suddenly. It was literally just like I can't do it anymore. So yeah. good luck. Yeah. <laughs> um, at Fair. least, at yeah. least for a while. Um, and everyone again managed fine because we they'd been practicing in those roles. 
Uh, we had systems and processes in place that I had outlined. So technically they should have been able to find what to do. Um, an absolute worst case scenario, my mum knew my bank info so she could tra- yeah. transfer money or pay wages if needed. Yeah, I, like, legally I took the full 18 weeks off work. Yeah. Um, that's what we get from the government in Australia. So if you work for yourself, um, you get paid um, 18 weeks. I think it's 20 weeks now. Mm. Mm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but it, it's significant compared to some other yeah. parts in the, world, in the world and then maybe not compared to others. I know like ne- I think the Netherlands and stuff have like a full year paid. Stop. I think. Wow. Maybe, yeah. Or like a, long, like a longer period of time. Wow. There's some like kind of European wow. Nordic countries that do really. That's great. Yeah. Where I know in the States it's like. Nothing. I don't even know if they get paid from, I don't think they get paid from the government. I think it's just like you can stop working for a few weeks if you want. Yeah, right. I think there would be like private organisations that would pay staff. Yeah, but, but again, it's not like a no, government funded no, situation. No, so most dance studio owners I don't think are getting paid maternity leave from their government. Mm. Again, I haven't researched. Yeah. But this is what I hear. Yes. Yeah. I see so many TikToks <laughs> about mums from America being like. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that too, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so that's just a bit of context. So, yeah. like, technically I won't be at work, you know, Monday to Friday mm-hmm. during that time. Um, and I think legally as my own employer I can do a couple of hours of work a week without getting in trouble. But, again, I just don't pay myself through the business and then it's sort of a bit more flexible. Yeah. Um, but there is some things I still have to do. So I still have to pay wages. Mm-hmm. I still have to make sure that there's going to be money in the bank mm-hmm. to pay the wages. Um, but there's those things I'm putting in place now and hopefully this year to kind of keep all the department heads accountable for their own budgets so that the overall budget remains green. Yeah. Um, and then that all ties back into our student number goals and, like, what numbers the team knows we need to hit for, like, a sort of a safety bracket and then a push goal and then, like, a dream goal for us being able to actually, you know, make a really good profit. Yeah. Um, so basically what I've done to prepare is at the start of the year and it was just sort of worked out, we're in um, February yeah. now. Um, baby's due in about a month or so mm-hmm. um, and I'm still working ish. Yeah. Um, but again, I've been very lucky. Like again, the last couple of weeks I've had a thousand appointments and the business has run without me and we're in the first two weeks. So it's busy, busy times. Yeah. Um, but I guess what I've done so this year in this time to prepare is we definitely have clearer team roles, descriptions, mm-hmm. jobs, targets, Yeah. whether that be financial, student number, maybe more even just like customer satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Um, So not all metric-based and I guess being metric-based makes them sometimes easier to know if you've hit it or not versus vibes. Um, And then, you know, I feel like the first part of the year is very meeting heavy because it's like we've got to sit down and kind of talk things out and make sure we all understand where we're at. Um, I think something that's been really beneficial this time around is that most people, well, nearly everyone in their role has done it either for one year or multiple years yeah. now. So no one is fresh, 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 fresh. Yeah. And then if there is fresher people, they have, they're working either alongside someone else who's done it before or they, again, have um, 
a second in charge person yeah. that they can kind of be trained with. That's not me. Yeah. I had the intention when we finished the end of last year to kind of come back as I had been like the previous year, like, yeah. you know, I think pretty full much swing, full, yeah. full time pretty much. Um, but over the Christmas period, I sort of was re- like, why? Yeah. I just, it, there was going to be no purpose if I was going to pull back again. It seemed like inefficient to kind of go full yeah. into and I think everything. this, I honestly think that that was, it, it's the smartest way to go about it too, because it's kind of weaning you out already. Yeah. And so like without you there, we need to know like, okay, who are we going to for this situation? Or can I just do this by myself now? Or things like that. So and from, it just flagged yeah. it, okay, I need to double check this. Who should I've gone to? Yeah. Versus me being yeah. in labor and someone being like, is it okay if I buy this Kmart <laughs> order? Being like... <laughs> Please don't text me. And I think that's why we, like you and Nick, have put like budgets in place for different departments now too because now we know what to spend, what to do. Yeah, yeah, if you need to. So that has sort of been something that I didn't plan for but I think Mm -hmm. it's been a good good process in that I've I've muted pretty much all the Slack channels other than like direct notifications um, in case people want me to look. Um. And then I have made a conscious effort not to step in mm-hmm. as much as I really Want desire to. to. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not saying I've done it perfect, but I definitely, I, well, I feel like I've really stepped mm. away. Yeah. Um, and I, like when talking with the management team, I feel like it became a habit for me to step in check in, mm-hmm. not interfere is the right word, but like be checking in, keeping people people accountable so that mistakes didn't happen mm-hmm. where I have to kind of accept the fact that not doing so will inevitably lead to a mistake or maybe um, a problem that um, someone will have to fix yeah. and then take their accountability for. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. So, yeah. So whilst, you know, that's, it is what it is. And I think it's a step forward for the team. And so while it's not ideal, I feel like overall it will be a positive because the team needs to learn to fix any mistakes versus me kind of. Jumping in before it's happened. Yes. Because that's just not really an effective way to run a business. Yeah. Um, And again, with the volume of stuff that we have, it's, it's, everything should be working. Yeah really effectively. So I should be able then to focus on new aspects of the business when I come back more on assembly Mm -hmm. or in, or again, time with my family. Yeah. Um, I guess everyone's situation is different and I'm not saying that this is the best way or the right way. But when I went into starting my business, I knew it could be all consuming and it it, it is at times. And Mm. that's, I have to kind of, um, not sacrifice, but know that I'm going to have some time, uh, that I'm spending more on my business and maybe with my family. Yeah. But overall, I really just think about, you know, we have really a short time on this planet mm. and I don't want to look back in 10 or 15 yeah. years and wish that I'd spent more time with my kids when they yeah, were no. little. Yeah. Um, that's something I've heard from other studio owners in the past, like yeah. a lesson that they, they learn. Yeah. Um, and again, it's, I'm not saying I'm, I'll be perfect at it, but mm. at least I can say I was mindful of it and, yeah. I, and I tried my best. Yeah. That's all I can yeah. do. And that, I mean, and that's why you have built up the business to where it is now and have the people that you've built into the management team is so that you 
can do these things mm. and spend more time with family. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important. I think when babies are little, when they're tiny, they're actually quite mobile. So it becomes easy if you wanted to, to take them to work for a bit. Yeah. But then they, I think it's when they get like that six, eight month mark, right. they become much more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cru- not, cr- I don't know if they, they're crawling it, but they're more like. Mobile. Yeah. And they move and. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a bit, they're a bit more routine based. Yes, where When they're right. tiny, tiny, as long as you have a bottle or a boob. Yeah. They can kind of potter along anywhere. Right. Um, but what you're saying as well, like, you know, this is why we've built up the business it's not the only way that you can do it. Like you don't have to have a huge management yeah, team. True. Like, yep. you know, you might decide intentionally to stay small so it's easier to manage through that period of your life. Or you might have a teacher that teaches, you know, two nights a week so you're home with your families on, on that night. So whatever the balance is for yes. you. And, again, this might change me. Like when my, my daughter's – she's only two and a half but she started dancing. Yeah. Say in five years from now she wants to be there three nights a week. Yeah. So I'm already going to be there picking her up. I may as well be there. Yeah. Where if they all wanted to do hockey or something, I don't know, then you know what I mean? It's sort of <laughs> yes. it, I'll have to kind of figure out what's going to be – How it will yeah. work for you. It's just different stages of life. Yeah. Exactly. So I guess the only thing – you know, if someone's listening to this, this is not the stage that they're in um, and they think that what are the top tips, I would say to start documenting what you do and what needs to be done within a week and the difference between like the bare minimum that needs to be done and then like the the level that you want it to be done. Yeah. Document those processes and procedures the way you like to be done. So if someone um, is stepping in for you or even assisting, yeah. you know, on a, on a casual basis for a few weeks while you have some time at home. Um, that they can do that. Mm. Um, or again, if you want to start thinking about um, bringing in a manager or someone to assist you in that way or an assistant, uh, I think doing it sooner and having time mm. and training them is really beneficial. Yeah, I think it's not going to work out if you just throw it at the, the last two end. weeks. Yeah, yeah. It just it's just not going to it's not going to work. No, no. And you'll end up getting more questions and yeah. issues than anything else. Yeah. Um. So that's sort of my top tips is to start sooner rather than later. And again, mm-hmm. all those processes you put in place to help with this period of your life are only going to help with running the business in general. Yeah. If you're interested in building out your management team, I would say um, listen back to some of the episodes we have. We have um, lots of episodes, lots of episodes with different people in our yeah. management team that you can kind of figure out what they do. Yeah, uh, and then as well as um, some more episodes just from me about how we all work together. Um, and then I guess I think the important thing to note is that you know I don't have a set date to go back. I will like literally I will have to do wages like that doesn't stop. So normally I sort of check in, you know, once a week ish. Mm. Um, and most of to send a message to the management yeah. team be like, how's everyone going? Mostly people will lie and just say good if there's, <laughs> you know, for the first few weeks. But after a while, like, there's nothing I, there's nothing stopping me from just taking a phone call, talking through a little problem and yeah. helping someone out. Um, and then when I feel up to it and Ready wanting to, to then yeah. I'll come back maybe to the meeting or I might even just have a call with Nick once a week. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, again, it's pretty – if you're hands-free, take a phone call. Driving in the car, take a phone call. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have a set plan. I plan to be back mid-year for our mid-year concert for, like, yeah. our big event. Yeah. Um, unless there was something seriously yeah, wrong. Yeah, but, but as in, like, you're just coming to the event, you're not doing the 
BTS beforehand. No, no, no. no. I expect <laughs> to get there and be like, wow, great job, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah perfect. So, so essentially what you've done this time around is wean yourself back beforehand mm. um, and I'm assuming teaching Nick like things that you were doing yeah, or so giving her those responsibilities. Her those yeah. responsibilities. Um, I still, again, just because of the time of year where babies come, I've still been able to like update contracts and sort of yeah. d- dial in hours and yeah. stuff like that, um, which I, I think, again, Nick would be capable of doing. But at the end of the day, there's like some things I think are um, – an owner yeah, situation. Yeah, at least has to have um, a view of it. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is that, just to clarify, I hadn't come back teaching um, a lot of classes in between having my first daughter. Mm. So it's not like the kids mm. weren't used to me teaching mm. them anyway. Yeah. Um, and that yeah. was a bit of an adjustment for the first time. Yeah. Um, not that I didn't want to go. It just timing-wise, I, I felt pregnant and then it was just yeah yeah, anyway just didn't work out but I like I had been doing relief and stuff as needed yeah um so that would be something as well that if you're teaching full-time in your studio doing everything full-time it might be time you know a year or so out to start waiting back introducing another teacher um so that the concept of having someone else is not foreign to them yeah because I have seen some issues with that it's like when you get a brand new teacher over take take over yeah if they're not used to the clients, the clients aren't used to them, that can yeah. become an issue too. Yeah, yeah. So it's just something to consider. Yeah. I don't think not teaching completely is the goal. Mm. It's not my goal either. It was just mm. sort of timing-wise. I, I I hope I can come back at least like one afternoon or so or morning a week next year because mm. um, then the baby will be yeah. – older it's harder when you breastfeed as well because yeah you need to be home at that kind yeah. of night time and so it's a weird kind mm. of like there's things you can do like yeah. people pump and stuff but like then it seems weird for me to like stop to pump. I don't know yeah well it's just again it's just stage of life so yeah. once you're maybe out of breastfeeding yeah. then you can look back at going oh and stay later like yeah. yeah it's just all I think it's just mainly like personal yeah. preference personal situation yeah some people don't have any – well, some people choose not to breastfeed, so it's yeah. not, not an issue. Some yeah. people have yeah. to wean early because managing that is just too, too much. much. Yeah. Um, well, I was lucky enough yeah. to be able to continue and wanted to. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so. I think that sort of, like, recaps how you've prepared mm. um, in terms of, like, team-wise and classes-wise um, as well, when I guess for Assemble too, we've just been batch recording so many episodes so there won't be any um, like stoppages while Claire is on mat leave. Everything will just go as per normal on a Tuesday morning. Um, and yeah, so it, it's like no one will really... No, besides us, besides us. Sorry, Mariah I'm was, trying to word that. Mariah I was going to say no one will miss you. No, no. <laughs> Well, notice really, no, and that's to be honest. I know what you're like. You were saying like you're not saying that to be like offensive. Yeah, and it doesn't bother me because that is literally the type of business I want to have. Yeah, and it's yeah that and like like assemblies running as normal, so no one's gonna know that Claire's on my leave if they just joined in after we've mm. done this episode. And you know, at the classes, there's no new teacher jumping in, like that kind of thing. I think more so if anyone, it's the management team that will notice it, but. Yeah, like it's it's um 
yeah, I think it will be smooth. Mm. Like, I mean, probably things will come up, but then that will push the team to step up. Step up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Yeah. Again, there's, there's not an exact science. It's a bit of a how Personal, I've done it. Yeah. And I don't have a perfect way to head back into it. There's yeah. some tips and things, but I think, um, and again, it's sometimes like timing is weird. Like mm. the only reason I had Nick mm. trained ready for yeah. when I had Goldie was because COVID. COVID. Yeah. And the government had the paid um yeah. the paid But you know what? Everything happens for a I reason. Know. I mean I'm not, not saying that oh COVID God, was I the so reason. Wish we did, obviously. <laughs> but but the, that was, happened because that happened yeah. and then it just all fell into place that so way. That was a silver lining yes. out of, of a COVID. shizer situation. situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, for the business. Yes. Not, Sorry, else. Don't take that out. back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're right. going to leave it there because yeah. it's going to get a bit silly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, guys. Um, just a reminder as well, we now have our paid subscription. We'd love for you to join us. It is it's $4.99 AUD a month. So even if our American listeners are going to pay yeah. Less. That is literally, that is not even a coffee a month. No. Oh, I wish coffee was cheaper. It's like six dollars. Even more. sometimes if you have like an iced but one, it's like even eight. Oh, it's so upsetting. Yeah. Uh, and that's even just not even fancy. Like I No, it's just like a flat one. Just, yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, so four nine nine a month. Um, we hope that this will make it accessible for everyone and for everyone to be able to support the show if they love listening, of course. Um, yeah, and we have bonus episodes, you get some uh, uh, early release of episodes. Um, and we hope to add some more bonuses um, and things as time goes on. We'd love your feedback. So you can subscribe on Apple or Spotify. Uh, but have a great week, everyone, and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Bye for now. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. Thank you for joining me, Claire O'Shea, on this inspiring journey into the heart of dance studio ownership. Hope you found today's insights valuable and actionable. To unlock even more exclusive content and enhance your journey, be sure to subscribe to our members-only content on Apple or Spotify. It's the next step to elevate your studio to extraordinary heights. Your dedication to your craft and business is what makes this community so incredible. So until next time, keep dancing, keep growing, and keep reaching for those studio dreams. Bye for now.